As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not about me I'm only here for a minute And I know that I can't fix it I can help even just a little bit Won't you let me try Hello, welcome to our Laz and Powers. This is Scott Powers with Mark Lazarus of The Athletic. It is a wonderful Monday morning. First week of, uh, like, first, well, I guess we just already had some Blackhawks hockey, but uh, training camp's right around the corner. Just had the Blackhawks showcase um, two games against the Wild. And I, uh, I guess my takeaway is I'm not sure they want to play these games. It feels like every time that they, the Blackhawks and the Wild get together, especially for these prospect game someone ends up getting hurt and it seems to be the blackhawks guys the last few uh, few years yeah we're, we're, we're gonna have a nice sit down with lucas reichel uh, later in this podcast um but for a moment there like the world stopped spinning when he uh, left the, the first game with an injury i mean it's one thing you never want to see a guy like colton doc get a, a head, injury, head injury or anything like yeah. that or some of these guys but they're not going to play in the nhl this year lucas reichel is ready now in theory and when you saw him go down in a meaningless prospect game when he's not even he, he's I mean, whether he should even be playing with some of these guys, I mean, you saw how dominant he was because he's an NHL caliber player playing against, you know, 18 year olds that are a long way from the NHL. Um, you start wondering, man, what's the value in preseason games? And what was it? The Broncos is the Broncos that didn't start and that didn't play any of their players in any of their preseason games. And now they look awful. So there's arguments on both sides. I don't know what to make of that, but man, you hate to see guys get hurt in meaningless games. You hate to see them get hurt anyway, but in meaningless games, essentially that's really rough. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, and Paul Lewinsky went down pretty like I mean like yesterday looked pretty bad with the Man, he uh, got laid out. See, that's the thing you got you got guys out here that are trying to make a name for themselves, right? You have middling prospects that are going out there trying to make an impression on their coaches, and they're gonna maybe cross the line a few times. I think these games are almost somehow more dangerous than a regular game. It, it looked like yesterday. Yeah, I, I agree about that. Overall, I, the hit didn't look like it. It looked like they almost ran into each other, and he just got. It looked the, like Lewinsky actually was trying to deliver the hit almost. Like yeah, he was it looked like he in. just got the brunt of the. Uh, yeah, that collision and yeah, just it, it was and then I mean even the Reichel thing, they're all I mean it's it's hockey, so any any yeah. fluke thing happens, but it just uh yeah, the development of these these guys are so key. Like Doc's Doc's gonna play this year, uh back in junior, but he he, you know, like he's someone that a year or two down the road, like you just missing those development. Like, I mean, it's Look what happened so, to Kirby Doc, you know, when he broke his wrist at the world yeah, Juniors. It just they missed these these are such vital years of development for these players. So yeah, I, I thought I thought that I guess aside from the other take, it was just was how dominant Reichel was, you know, yeah. like he just he he was at a different level. And um and I guess I mean that that's how he, he's supposed to look. It, it'll it'll come down to how he looks in the preseason games, I, I suppose, whether he makes the team, but he, it's what you expect out of him. And you know, I, I thought the guys that you, you want guys in those games, like you, Cole Gutman, you know, like he, you wanted him to look like that. If you're gonna sign a 23-year-old college player, you want right. him to perform well against the, that level of competition. And and he did. And now now he, I think he has a chance, you know, like he has um, and, and then you, you had some like I, I thought Lewinsky and and Savoie, you know, guys that they had just drafted, um, you know, they they lived up to at least what the Blackhawks thought they're going to be the guys with energy who can skate well. And um, I, I think the defenseman group as a whole was pretty solid. Um, you know, there, there were a couple of mistakes here and there that, you know, led to five goals in the first game. But um, I, I think like Crevier and Velasic and, um, you know, Del Mastro and, you know, all and Nolan Allen and, you know, Lewin, um Kuczynski, like you know, like he he's got some of that offensive skill, but overall, the guys, like it's a the guys you wanted game. to see do well did well. I mean, yeah, that's sure. that's what you want out of this, right? You want to see your top guys, and there's a lot of new top guys like like Gutman, a lot of the, these 2022 picks. You know, we we knew what we had in Reichel, you knew what you had in Vlasic to a degree, but you want to see these new guys step in and immediately look like the top prospects. Yeah, and that's that's what you could take away from this is the guys that are supposed to look good looked good. It's yeah. not like you're already regretting the Kevin Korchinski pick or anything like yeah. that. Like he's moving the way you want to see him move. He's got that skill. You can see, you can sense it. And, uh, you know, you got what you wanted out of this other than the injuries, of course. Yeah. And, and, and the, I mean, interesting part is a lot of those guys will stick around for camp and I imagine they get a preseason game or two or, you know, like, um, and then at the end of the year, like you, you may see some of them come back and play for Rockford in the playoffs or something like that. Just, uh, I, I know the Blackhawks sort of designed their Rockford lineup, their roster this year, just kind of hoping to have a, you know, like a, have a really good team and then be able to bring those guys in the mix and allow them to play some playoff games too. And, um, I, I think uh, Colton Doc, like if his birthday had been like a week or two earlier, like, yeah, I think he would have been eligible actually this year to play in, uh, in the AHL too. So, um, you know, and he scored 23 seconds into that first period of the first game, and that line was looking pretty good. It was with Reichel and uh, Doc and uh, maybe Gavin Hayes on that. So, um, but um, yeah, it was nice to watch some hockey. Honestly, it was just you know, like it was actually some competitive hockey where development camp uh, they're not going full tilt. So, um, and then this week we got uh, with Kyle Davidson and Luke Richardson are going to talk on Wednesday, and then. Uh, first on ice stuff is on Thursday. So it should um, be a pretty fascinating training camp because I mean, you think about it, like the lineups, there's going to be a few guys fighting for spots, but like if you're Jack Johnson, you know, you're making the team. If you're yeah. Max Domi, you're making the team. You know, there's not a lot of roster competition here because it's not going to be a competitive team. 
No, and, and it's also that yeah, it, it's I feel like that they they thought like there wasn't like any thought process, you know, like there was like oh we're gonna make this a competitive road, you know, <laughs> like or just competitive spots around the team, you know, like it's I, I think I think the couple of the defenseman spots are open, especially with McKay being injured. Uh, forward wise, it's it's mostly one way contracts, you know, like even um, so guys like Kurashev and Entwistle, I think all those guys are um, are, are no longer waiver exempt. So like they're you know, Reese Johnson, all those guys are staying up. So um, maybe, you know, maybe a secure or someone, you know, but, but the reason a lot of those secure and all those guys are signed. Every time you mention Dylan secure, I'm like, Oh, that's right. Dylan secure is back. <laughs> I forget that every time. Uh, and they've got, they got a handful of those guys that they, they think are going to be really nice Rockford players, but I'm sure those guys are all thinking like, hey, I'm going to, you know, win a spot on this team. And I just, I don't know whether that's realistic or not just because yeah. the way they designed the team. So I don't um, remember there ever being a camp like this where it just feels like there's not a lot to play for. Like, I don't, I don't expect to see a very heated training camp because there's just not a lot to push yourself that hard for. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we've ever covered a team like this. I, yeah. I just, I mean, we've yeah. known that there were a couple of teams where like, oh, they look bad, but none that were. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I just, I just came from right before we recorded this, I came from, I was uh, reading at my daughter's school. I volunteered to read it for the, all the first grade and uh, the lifeline that they talk about this week is self-control and I read a book about self-control and boy, we're all going to need to exercise some self-control uh, on Twitter uh, at yelling at each other and the fans when they're getting mad and us, when we're having, making fun of these guys, maybe a little too much, we're going to all need to have uh, a lot of self-control this year. Cause it's going to be a, uh, a slog. It's going to be a challenge in a lot of ways. The athletics started re- releasing their uh, like analytic previews and, and today was the first one and it's Arizona. And it, it's also, I guess one it's, it's, I, I imagine Blackhawks are coming out tomorrow. I don't know that officially, but I, I <laughs> I'm assume. guessing. Yeah. But, but it's it just, even, even as bad as the Blackhawks are expected to be like Arizona's like, it, it's on another tier. So like, it's yeah. Um, yeah. The idea of you have the Blackhawks trying to compete for that number one spot. Like they're going to have to, be really really bad so i just i can't wait to see what happens the first time peter morazic goes on a hot streak like do they just i mean uh, can, can kyle davidson really look uh luke richardson in the eye and tell him hey put in put in Staylock? can you really can you bury him in the dungeon that nicolai nikolai hobby bullen is still in under the united center from 2014 when uh he mis- mysteriously got a shoulder injury that never had any you know mentioned before i mean are we going to have some ltir situations like how blatant are they going to get can they really get away with something that blatant or are they just going to have to ride that the the highs and lows because this isn't this team's going to win hockey games yeah. you're not going to go oh oh and oh and 82 and oh you're going to win some games you're going to tie some you're going to get some overtime losses you're going to get some points and they might go on a hot streak they might win four games in a row at some point things happen goalies get hot guys get hot patrick kane is still on this team uh it's going to be really fascinating to see the dynamic of how they react to the ebbs and flows of a season yeah, I, I don't expect them to be over. I mean, overly blatant like that. I, I think I think I think they, I think the I, league might step in if you started doing that. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they've pretty much been pretty blatant up to this point, you know, like the way they, they've created this team. Now it's it's sort of in, in someone else's hands. But I, I mean, they can still I mean, it, it's it's what they do with Reichel and it's how yeah. what defensemen they have up. And, you know, there's a couple of ways to tinker with it. Um and then I, I still think at the deadline, like it's, it's, you know, like if Kane and Taves are gone, whatever they're at, even if they're like the fourth worst team, they're like, that's a team that's going to dramatically change, you know, like it's just, they, it, they should be really glad the gold plan is not in effect for this team because after the trade deadline, holy cow, they might not win some games. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, 
yeah, it's 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 yeah, it'll be fascinating. There, there is there is really an interesting. I know we keep kind of harping on this, but there's a there's this fascinating like bit of unknown about this season. What it's going to be like that I'm actually, you know, I think a lot of people are dreading this season. But I'm kind of walking into it kind of like this could be just like you said, fascinating. It could be just a, a, a really bizarre, interesting, horrible, great experiment. I'm I'm, I'm kind of really intrigued by the season. Yeah, I, I I just I wonder how long that in that feeling of intrigue will last. You know, like <laughs> um, the third game is in San Jose, probably on my flight back from San Francisco <laughs> that day. <laughs> I think by January, if things get as bad as we think, like it could be a a long uh yeah long push to the end so well one, one of the one of the things to really cling to if you're a fan is lucas reichel obviously he's still the top prospect in the system with korchinski and uh nazar and some of those guys being a little farther away um we got a chance to sit down with him after a uh, after a rookie workout the other day um and talk to him beyond just like yes i want to make this team it was fun to talk to him about you know what it's like to grow up playing hockey in germany which is becoming a hockey hotbed but really wasn't when he was growing up and what's that like and what other sports he played and uh, what it's like adapting to uh, America. And um, yeah, so uh, enjoy, have a listen. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer. If you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We're glad to be joined by uh, Blackhawks forward Lucas Reichel. Uh, Lucas, you, you're two days into training camp here, or prospect camp, excuse me. Uh, how, how do you feel things are going? It's tough just jumping right in after a summer off, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think we worked like pretty hard uh, like I think everybody worked pretty hard in the summer and uh, on the ice, off the ice. So uh, yeah, I think we have a good group and uh, good practice. It's hard, but that's camp. So uh, it's been good. You said something interesting yesterday. You talked about how different it is in North America, like having an off season, like in, in Germany. Like you, you, I think you said you had like four weeks off and then right back at it. Like how how different is like just the it's, hockey off seasons? Um, I felt it's just longer. Like uh, in Germany, we have like after the season, I make like two weeks off, do nothing, uh, and then get back to work. And then we have like five weeks uh, working out, and then camp starts again. And, uh, it's like just like shorter summer, you know. With the World Championship too, you know, like the Champions League stuffs going on like early. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah, and here you have like longer time to do something, working out, and uh, yeah. Is that good or bad to have this much time? To, this I much think time uh, time? for me it's really good because I can like uh, work on like different stuff and uh, gotta get stronger, so I have like more time to like improve in that. So I think, I mean, longer summer is always. Good. So, yeah, <laughs> these are these are heady times for German hockey. I mean, you got you know uh, Leon Dreisaitl, Tim Stutzla. You're breaking in. There's, it, you know, 
what what is what is the state of German hockey? You know, the thirty six thousand foot view right now. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's getting better with the rule and uh, and the DL too. Like there's a rule. Like uh, every team has to have like uh, uh, three under twenty three years old players in the team, and they have to be in the roster. And that makes the league like that brings the younger guys up, you know. And uh, that happens with me, Stutzler, Paterka. That's why we stayed there before the draft here in Germany. And yeah, I think it's a great league and you can prove that. And uh, yeah, all the German players like uh, getting better and it's nice. There's only, I think, 19 German players who have played 100 NHL games, I think 36, 39, something total that have made the NHL. Uh, when you, you were your homework, huh? I did do my homework. Yeah, I got the computer <laughs> up right here. I'm like, what was what was it like growing up? Like, did you have German hockey idols, or like, or was the NHL like a, a realistic thing? Like, how, how, what's it like growing up a hockey player in Germany? Um, yeah, I was always watching my dad. Like, uh, mm-hmm. can't really remember when I was like, I don't know, five or six. But yeah, I was looked up to my dad, and uh, or like where I played. You know, uh, played in Rosenheim and. They play like second league, and even there, when I was like ten, I looked up to them, and uh, yeah, it's 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 great, and I think uh, uh, it's it's getting better. The practice getting better in Germany, like, uh, and you can see like uh, uh, like Germany, it's like the nation is getting better, and uh, and the tournaments too. Like, we can we uh, we can um, improve in a lot of things, but. Uh, when you see the World Championship, uh, we play against big nations like Czech or Canada and the US, and we can, like, pushing the pace against them, like, we can uh, uh, win, win those games, you know. Because of your family ties, did it feel more realistic as a kid than maybe it would have been for other kids? Yeah, I remember, yeah, I mean, he saw it with uh, Stutzler now. Uh, he played in Germany, got drafted, played uh, right away in the NHL, and I think a lot of kids in the in Germany they look up to him now, and they they see uh, Germany. It's you can make it from there, you know. What, was it always hockey or was it football? Was that ever like a consideration? Um, yeah, I think a lot of German guys they play soccer and hockey. That's what Stutzler did. I know uh, me. I played soccer till I was fourteen. And uh, it's just like it's like hockey here, you know, or in Canada, it's like a Not big sport. <laughs> do those skills translate? Does does the footwork of soccer? Do you think does that help you as a hockey player, or is it just any sports? I don't know. It's, I mean, I was young, so it's just for fun. Same yeah. with hockey, You're just doing it because it's fun and you love it. And uh, yeah, this just how it goes. When, what, what, what made you say, okay, I got to focus on just hockey now? I mean, at that point, I saw when you were like 16, you had like yeah. over two goals a game. Do you realize, all right, I got to better focus on this? Yeah, I was like 14 and then I had to decide like one sport because like I couldn't make uh, two practice, you know, okay, like yeah. soccer. I had like two practices a day, soccer and hockey and I couldn't make it. It was like too hard. And then, yeah, I had to make a decision and I actually was like, it was for like a week 50 50 oh yeah and then yeah it was like you must have been pretty good at soccer then yeah it was i was really good <laughs> and then i realized like just like my dad he always like support me in, uh more in hockey you sure. know and my, my mom was more f- for soccer <laughs> because my dad always wants me to play hockey and i don't know i just i made the right decision were you a forward in uh, in soccer team? yeah striker okay yeah. of course of course <laughs> do you have a team back home or in uh, yeah, you know Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. and there's 
like I don't like Bayern Munich, but there's like a second <laughs> Munich team. Uh, it's called 1860 Munich, like 1860, mm-hmm. and they play third league. So that's my team. I always watch them live and in the stadium. So that's how I grew up. And Schweinsteiger played here for uh, for a couple of years with the Fire. He, oh, we're going down oh, the soccer yeah. corner now. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to uh, when the Blackhawks played in Prague, it was uh, I went to a Champions League game. It was uh, the Praha team against. Uh, Oh, what's the other? Um, what's the other really good German? Uh, Dortmund. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was oh, Dortmund. Look, look, yeah, look who knows yeah, soccer! Yeah, Come yeah. on. <laughs> the Dortmund crowd was, was amazing. They got the yeah. flares, and like it just—it's yeah. it was an experience. Do you wish so. they could bring some of that? Like we, we covered the game again when that preseason game when the Blackhawks played you guys at Ice Barrow, yeah. like the chanting and the singing. Like, do you wish you could kind of like import that to America into North America? I think it would be like sick. I it's think. so quiet during a game when you're yeah, actually playing. I think uh, yeah, it brings like more like energy in the rink uh, it was always fun to play in Berlin uh, you know we had like 14,000 people yeah, and it's a great arena they were always like with the drums and singing so it was fun to play in front of them I was kind of wondering if they were actually paying any attention to the game at all because they seemed to be just singing and drumming and stuff <laughs> yeah but that's what they want they want to drink beers and like singing and yeah what's wrong with that yeah. world championships are kind of like that too yeah, yeah. I know having been just the Finnish fans and the, yeah the sweet like, they, get, they get after it a little yeah. bit yeah. Interesting. it was different covering like a Finnish game at the, at the Olympics than it was like an American Canadian game where it was just like quiet <laughs> And respectful <laughs> and bored. <laughs> How much more do you just? I mean, I guess going through this uh, for another season, like it, it seems like your English is, is obviously approved, and and there's probably not like I mean, obviously you want to make the team this year, but like, are you just just comfortable being in Chicago or being you know just uh, I, I guess overall just yeah, a- I feel more comfortable. Just like I made like a, I had a good last year. I made some friends and learned all the culture stuff. And uh, yeah, now I feel more comfortable. It's not like not a new team anymore, you know. Nothing is new, so nowhere to go. I know Chicago, I know Rockford, I know the players, the staff. So I feel definitely more comfortable for this season. How where, where they, oh, go ahead. I was say, where do they go to restaurants in, in Rockford? Um, there are actually a couple of good ones. Yeah. So it's always like kind of like always the same food, but you get like steak or. I don't know, like salmon or something like that. It's always the same, but I th- yeah, we got food for like we got breakfast and lunch, so we just have to take care about dinner. So yeah, it's been good. How daunting is that to be not just moving to a new country, but like living on your own? You're 20 years old. I mean, it's one thing to do that, like you know, if you're going to college in the country or you know, close to home. You went halfway around the world to yeah. a, a foreign country to do that. Like, how intimidating is that at first? Um, at first, you're like. I don't know, you're a little bit nervous, you don't know what's like coming at you and uh, then you learn like the teammates, uh, the staff and they just help you out, uh, make, make right away like a lot of friends. I stayed with boats uh, with uh, Nicholas Bodin in Rockford, okay. he was my roommate and you know like that's how you make friends and I think we had a good group last year in Rockford, it was fun. Uh, Obviously, the city is like not the best, but uh, we had a good group and we had a lot of fun. What's your living situation now? I mean, you're hoping to be living in Chicago. I'm assuming they'll put you up in a hotel during training camp. But like, you know, are you just waiting around for that letter that says that you can get your own place? Yeah. I, Do you have a place in Rockford lined up just in case, though, as like a backup? No, no, I don't have a place. Oh, in flying without a net. I like Rockford it. or in <laughs> Chicago, I was just wait for, yeah, just like wait uh, if I play here or in Rockford in Rockford are there just apartments in Rockford that players just 
lease from other players? Like, like, they go from player to player year um, to year? Or yeah, like that's what happened with me and Boats. Uh, Risa had an apartment, and he was the whole time in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So he asked us, or we asked him if he can stay there. And okay. So it was pretty good. <laughs> it's always somewhere to crash. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've been hanging out with Connor Murphy a bit, uh, you said, just showing yeah, you around, I, eating in places? I was in the summer four weeks here, and he was working out with Paulie uh, the whole summer, I think. And so we hang out and go for lunch or dinner and a uh, concert. We went to Kygo at the Lula Palooza. Yeah, I yeah. Think it's a <laughs> How was that? It was pretty good, yeah. yeah. It was fun. And, yeah, just do something. Did you guys get VIP access at Lala? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> what, what did that entail? What? What did you get out of the VIP access? Uh, yeah, we just asked uh, someone... Uh, what, what were you able to do though at the concert? You, just don't, you don't have to stand with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just had like better like free beer tent. Yeah, and we can go in like right away. Don't have to wait. So, what's good? It's nice. <laughs> Are you 21 yet? No, I'm 20. Oh my god! So, you know how bad the beer is here. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely so, better in Germany. <laughs> that's no question about that. Um, so, you know, the Blackhawks don't want. To push anyone this year, right? They're 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 thinking they're playing the long game here. Obviously, you want to play in the NHL. They might not want you to play in the NHL, even if you're ready to play in the NHL, because they might want you to just go dominate in the AHL another year while things happen up here. How do you look at this season, like like the opportunity that exists and the potential hurdles? Um, yeah, I, I'm just like focus on things I can control. You know, like uh, I just want to like here play in a rookie camp, good uh, my game, uh, play good, and then. Uh, main camp, see how it goes, uh, and then we'll see. Uh, they maybe they're gonna talk to me and uh, they're gonna say like if they send me down. But I I, I don't wanna like think about it right now. I just wanna play a good good rookie camp, good main camp, and then we'll see what happens. So I have to think you think you're ready for the NHL by now, right? Yeah, I, like I think it's like from everyone in their camp or main camp to make the team uh, doesn't matter like. Uh, every like everybody worked for that in the summer to make uh, the team, and uh, it's my goal for sure. Are you chopping at the middle of these next few games? Like they used to play in Traverse City, and I remember that like the Brink kid and a lot of these guys, like the like Traverse City was like kind of the you know like jumping off point. Like you're playing well in these rookie games, like it's rookie competition, but like it feels like it it can set you up for camp. Like are you 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 looking forward to these games, kind of showing where your games are? Yeah, for sure. I think it's yeah fun like uh, to meet all the prospects and then. Uh, play against other like top prospects and I, I was there last year to play against Minnesota it was like yeah really fun to uh, play and uh, yeah get some games you know it's first two games for for us uh, after that summer so we'll see how it goes. You played uh, 11 or 12 games last year you didn't get a lot of points you get one assist or something like that did that hurt your confidence in any way or did you know that you were you know if you keep playing at that level you're going to be able to score? No I think uh, I'm I'm not gonna. I always have confidence in my game. I know what I can do. I know what I like, how how I play, and uh, what I have to do to play my best. So uh, yeah, it's just. I think I had a lot of chances, and if that goes in, you're like more fired up, maybe, you know. And uh, but just uh, yeah, just work and enjoy it. Besides Murphy, I mean, do you talk with Kane, Taze, those guys? I know Kane was excited about the idea of you potentially being his center. I mean, do you guys have, you know, are you in touch? 
Um, yeah, in practice, we we you not like those captain skates. You've been on some of those. Uh, yeah, like when I was there four weeks, uh, Kano was out there okay. too on the ice. Taves was almost every day on the ice, and uh, yeah, it just we we didn't think about like the season, just like like normal things, like little things, like we can improve on. Like when Taves sees something where I can improve on, he he's going to me and talk to me, like what do you think about that play and stuff. So. That makes the younger guys like better, and uh, yeah. So Dave is a future coach. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kane's more of a GM, I think. I think, I think yeah. that's how he, he knows the league really. Are, well. you, are you less intimidated by those guys now? Like, does it feel like more normal that you're like you're out there with them? Uh, yeah. I mean, last year I was like, I don't know, like maybe a little bit nervous when I was like two and one going with Kane or something. <laughs> Or like even the first game, I always like try to like give him the pass, like uh, try to find him because I wanna, yeah, I wanna make assists on him. But uh, now I I feel like, they, I mean they're really good players and I just wanna learn from them and uh, uh, it's been good and yeah. When you got to the league last year and you get your first call up, uh, who who introduces you? Who welcomes? You, who shows you around? Like who, which players kind of step up and do that? Uh, I think the the whole team. Yeah. I, I I knew the locker room already. So, uh, but I mean, they they just give me a seat uh, next to Kaner. I was I talked to him a little bit, and uh, yeah, it goes fast. So you don't have really time. It just focus on the game. Now that you have a little bit of NHL money, did you do you treat yourself to anything? <laughs> did you? Um, yeah, not really. Uh, maybe for vacation. I was in Italy and in Berlin. I was with uh, some friends, but maybe get some clothes or something, some nicer, but yeah. When, when you're in Italy, can you eat like a tourist or do you still have to eat like a hockey player? Or are you young enough that you can eat whatever you want still? I think, yeah, I was young enough, so <laughs> I can do whatever I want, yeah. That's been nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, with, um, yeah, I, I, you got home to Germany for a little bit? Did you, I mean, it's weird, I mean, you guys can, like, yeah, just pop over a home, you know, but in Canada yeah. or here, but, like, for, you, you don't get that many opportunities to get home. What, do you, is it different at home now, or just you enjoy it more just when you get the opportunities to get back to Germany? Um, yeah, I definitely enjoy it. Like, I don't see the family much in the season, so it's, uh, yeah, always fun to see the family uh, over the summer. And, uh, yeah, my dad was, my dad is still a coach, so, yeah. Uh, it was fun to be like on the, on the ice with him. He's pushing the pace, so he's making sure I'm giving 100%. And uh, yeah, so it was fun to see all my friends, home, uh, family, and uh, yeah. Do you have any uh, star power now back home, or do you have to like establish yourself more in the NHL before that happens? Um, any celebrity status for you? No, not really. <laughs> Signing autographs or? Uh, yeah, sometimes, but. Uh, I mean, I live in a small village, so everybody knows everyone. They're okay. like, it's like six thousand people. So uh, yeah, sometimes they can like come some people and uh, give them a like autograph or a stick or making photos, and yeah, it's nice. What's that German hockey community like? Like, do you do you know Leon Dreisaitl? Do you know Stutzla? I mean, those do you kind of like you know congregate like the like the small um, guys do? I'm pretty uh, like. Stutzler is one of my best buddies. Okay. I was like when we had national team or something. He was always my roommate. Uh, he's a beauty. Dinner's always on him from now on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Drysaddle, he texts me after the draft, but we never like met. But okay. I hope when we play in Edmond, no, he's playing here, then we can go like for dinner or something. Yep. Yeah. Now that you know things are getting a little back to normal with yeah. all the road trips and everything, exactly, like that, yeah. you start doing that. Yeah. 
All right. Cool. Appreciate the time, Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with Thank the rest you. of the, the showcase here and uh, training camp. Perfect. Thank right. you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Just a little bit